This is episode 202. Am, uh, am I enjoying this? <laughs> this is the tone control, and we promise to only go long a little bit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How did we used to do this? <laughs> We're fine. Yeah. Oh, whoops. Ding. Okay. Start the show. <laughs> that was it. That was the going long. It's Yeah, okay. It's because of you. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Excuse me. Oh, it's like a weird, <laughs> weird hiccup burp thing right at that very moment. Right, right at the perfect moment. Well weird. done, sir. Thanks. Congratulations. Hey, so it's um, it's a day after Thanksgiving. We're recording on a Friday night. I almost forgot. I remembered at the gas station this morning. <laughs> set a reminder in my phone. Or told my watch, rather, because my phone was still in the car. Yeah. I said... Remind me, I have the podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. And then my did reminder it, it do so? uh, went off earlier and said, I have the podcast tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, um, yeah. I have, uh, I, I put a calendar alert in. Uh, not, I don't usually. Mm-hmm. Usually I, I don't. But uh, because it was a different day, I went and programmed it into the calendar. So it gave me a little 15-minute warning. Mm. And I was like, we're like oh, no. sitting on the couch. And I was like, <laughs> especially because I had just, I, I, <laughs> we'd been just going and doing stuff. And I had like planned to get on a FaceTime with my folks. And I was going to help uh, Marielle with uh, this thing that she's getting going for her class at school. She's like created this, she's created like this presentation that's sort of a game and there's interaction and stuff like that. And she basically wanted oh. us to play test it with her. Cool. And I was like, yeah, let's do it tonight. And I got them on, you know, and then I was like, oh my God, we have the podcast tonight. Can we push it like an hour and a half? <laughs> um, and, and she was like, are you sure? Cause you guys have been going late. And I was like, well, we specifically I, talked yeah, we just said. about how we've been going too long <laughs> on the podcast. Um, so we're going to try to not do that, but I, Hey, here we are. Here we are. We're recording uh, the tone control. This is going to be great. I am excited. It's the so it's the day after Thanksgiving. What we do on the day after Thanksgiving is our tradition is that we go get our Christmas tree, and then usually all, everything's up by the everything except the outside stuff is up right now. So that's what we did mm. today. We went out early. We got a Christmas tree. Came home. Fun. We, uh, Bummed around the house for a while, and then in in the evening, because one must decorate for Christmas when it's dusk. Apparently, ask well, Marielle. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I think it's I think it's so that the lights have greater effect. Yeah, uh, I guess so. so that's, yeah. yeah, so that was the deal, and uh, that's all together. And then um, conveniently, we were all done by the time my phone alert went off and said, "Get your ass to the studio." Oh, I wish I hadn't have done that. I immediately want that back. <laughs> We're doing the Christmas decorating this weekend, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but the outdoor stuff you have to do during the day, right? That's that's yeah. also the rule. Because, well, for one, it would be absolutely awful <laughs> to do that at night. It was a, it's, a, it's a little cold and windy today, too. So it, yeah. would, be a, it would be a bitch. Um, yeah. Yeah, Maybe for not. sure. 
Were you telling me what you'd done today? Uh, I think I just no, asked I wasn't. you that. I was saying that maybe the rest of this weekend we're going to be doing the Christmas decorating and right. stuff. Um, this yeah. year we got a like a real fake tree, <laughs> a real fake doors, real fake explain, tree. Explain that to me. <laughs> so we got a, we got a pretty nice artificial tree this ah, year, okay. as opposed okay. to like, um, well, uh, prior to this house we had apartments and things, so we we never had a real full size tree. Yeah, um, we had a, like a small half size tabletop thing that worked out pretty well, all things considered. Um, but we were kind of feeling like, oh, we're, we've been in this house for a while. We're going to be in the house for a while. So let's get <laughs> something kind of nice. Um, yeah. And, and Beth doesn't really want to, I guess, deal with going to get a, a living tree, um, which is fine with me and the convenience of the artificial thing. Like, I don't care a ton about the, like, the yeah. tradition of going to get the real live one and stuff like that. I'm kind of over it. Um, even when I was a kid, we had real trees, but we would just go to like the place that had them in town, right? We wouldn't go into the woods and cut it down and stuff. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was, it's not like that is not a part of Christmas uh, time tradition that matters to me. So anyway, um, it's in me the box either, by in the, the living way, room. But <laughs> I'm not the only one in the house. That's all. It, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's in the box in the living room, and I think it's been there for like six weeks because <laughs> it's it's really heavy. And I was like, well, we're we're just gonna like put it up pretty soon, so let's just leave it here in the corner. So we'll probably do that pretty soon. Take all the Halloween and and like fall type themed decorations down. Put up all the Christmas stuff. We have like three seasons of decoration. It's uh, the first one is the majority of the year. And then the second one is Thanksgiving slash Halloween time. And then the third is Christmas. And then we go back to the majority of the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> That's not too dissimilar from what we have here. Let's see. So uh, Mariel's really into autumn. Hmm. So autumn and Thanksgiving, it becomes, it's a whole thing. Like kind of Halloween, like the whole like fall mm-hmm. time kind of has its set of decorations. And some of them are kind of Thanksgiving-y, but really it's, everything's just it's fall you know i love fall most of all she's got things that like say Mm -hmm. that on it. it's fall y'all of course exactly that sort of stuff yeah but pumpkins you know um there's some springtime sort of general decorations besides that and then of course then then yeah then there's christmas so i guess yeah Yeah. that's pretty much the pattern yeah it's the pattern we have like which wreath is on the front door right is it the orange one is it the garland one or is it just like the generic like flowers yeah. one that that gets you through spring summer, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So I I have um, I have to put the that's I now I've got to take the boxes back downstairs. This mm-hmm. is all that's left. But um, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. the living tree um is a pain. Yeah, we, we go to a farm place, so it's not like we're tracking through the woods, but they have you know, and I cut it. And yeah. carry it over, and they bail it for me and stuff, and then I tie it down. And yeah, and we get we get one that's small enough that I can actually fold down a seat in the car next to Aria and put it oh, in the car. Yeah. I actually didn't even strap it to the roof. Perfect. Um, yeah, because I don't want it taking up my whole life. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we were like <laughs> we're looking at, at artificial trees, and they come pre lit, which is nice too. Yeah, and they have like the base all installed and everything. So like, they are surprisingly expensive. Uh-huh. Art of, like good artificial trees and it was just one of those like well this is just how much this costs I guess and I have to get used to that and I it took me a long time to get used to it and I was not not really into it but we found a good deal Beth had some coupon we saved a bunch of money like yeah. as compared to like other times of year and stuff so it'll be nice we'll have it forever yeah yeah 
Yeah, and what no, does I a mean, Christmas I mean, tree cost? Like fifty bucks? I mean, yeah. So, so today uh, this particular farm forty five. There okay. are somewhere. Um, there are some where it's different depending on like they tag them depending on mm-hmm. like sort of how big or how nice or what species they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, this place was just like anything you want, forty five bucks including tax. That was okay. just kind of simple simplifies. Um, but I've seen them range from in the low thirties to like over a hundred for like Oof. a really big one. Uh, yeah. But that's like I mean you're talking about room size oh, trees. Of course. Like like uh, some of my my cousins when when we were kids, I remember they would always have this tree that you needed you needed like an eighteen foot A frame ladder to light. Wow. Because they would and that, I mean they would get it from their thing. property. They had like a bunch yeah. of they would go into the woods and like I don't even know how they carried it back, frankly, but wow. um, it's and and that's like, you know, they were they were the type of people they would watch all the Christmas thing. Oh, let's watch Charlie Brown. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't go that far i i you know mariel yeah. is is sort of in charge of what our things I, are um, you know we're, we're like way off topic i guess i am like a real yeah. sucker for holiday time yeah. vibes like it, it's i don't always go out of my way to make it happen but at some point it just ends up happening right yeah. it's like a combination of things it's like the weather school or like school winding down work is winding down for the year people are taking vacations and stuff so it's just like the whole vibe like just suddenly comes one day and yeah. i'm like this is great you know i love it it's like we're wrapping up the year you know it's it's a time to kind of just like take a minute take a fucking minute <laughs> <laughs> right and like it can also yeah. be a very hectic time of year but i think like as hectic as it can be i also have a lot more downtime mhm and I cherish it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, I usually take the week off between Christmas and New Year's and stuff. And I'm this year I'm doing that as well. And I'm thankfully cool. in between terms at school. So I have <laughs> no commitments. It's going to be great. So awesome. anyway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, well, whatever. I mean, this is fine. We're only going to have like one more episode before we take the tone controls oh, kind of off time to do the uh right? the nonsense yeah we do our end of year nonsense episode so we get two more we have uh let's see there will be the one on the 9th and the 23rd would be the next record night so yeah that would be the one that'll be the one okay so yeah. Uh, yeah for for any new listeners um every year kind of at the end of the year to give ourselves a uh, and everyone else, a Christmas break, Christmas slash New Year's break. Uh, we do an episode that's pure bullshit. Uh, and it is it is all the stuff from the past year that wasn't in the show, the nonsense after we stop recording. Well, apparently we're still recording, but after the episode proper it's the post has ended. Show, yeah. The post show where we basically discuss all the dumb shit that was said and which one we chose to be the dumb shit that becomes the title. So yeah. Um, anyway. It's fun. So that'll happen. It's fun. Um, so there's a couple of things on this episode. We are committing ourselves to not running super long anymore because I don't <coughs> I don't me. like yeah. when one of my podcasts comes up and it's like three hours long. And I don't either. I don't <laughs> either. And so, so I'm sorry I, I, we did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we've had a few special occasions lately, but yeah, we're back to normal. Um, yeah. We have one news thing and then like a couple updates to talk about and that's it. Right, right on. Okay, so um, updates. How about I play a set, or how about I play a Pedal Genie intro? So yeah. here's. Let's yeah. thank the Genie with this. Thanks to Pedal Genie for sponsoring the Tone Control. Visit pedalgenie.com and start your wish list today. You want to? Do you want a pedal sound too, or or what? Or what? You got one. You got one. I got, let's do it. I think so. I haven't adjusted this since last time, but I haven't been spending them, so I don't think I've used this one. Okay.
No idea. No, hell if I know. This feels like a Justin demo. Yeah, that was mine. The architect. That was a, uh, the architect from Matthew's effects. Oh, okay. I think I think it's a drive. Sounds like there wasn't yeah. anything else in there besides drive, so I think it's a drive. Anyway, it's, a, it's drive night here. We've I've got a drive pedal from Pedal Genie. Drive night, baby. Drive night. So, Derek, you sold your 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 Vox. You sold the AC30. Yeah, a glorious amp in its own right. Yeah, I sold it the day before Delaney's last show, which that happened in between as well. We can talk about that. Oh, right, right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I I messaged our, our local music shop, the Manchester Music Mill. They, A, do a load of business online now. So, like, if you've seen them on the homepage of Reverb, like, it's the very same. And they, they've really stepped up. You can text them now, and you can get them on Facebook Messenger, and they'll work through entire deals with you on Messenger, and you just show up and drop off your gear. Um, really. Well, there's a, is that is that, like, a COVID adaptation, or are they just It might on be. It? Yeah. It might, maybe both. Um, so they're they've really, really stepped it up. It's crazy yeah. how much one the volume of equipment they have in there is alarming. There's so much stuff, uh, and and two, just the amount of business they're doing in person and online is insane. So anyway, I messaged them and I was like, I've got this AC30. It's not vintage. It's not special. It's got a road case, you know, mm-hmm. included because I don't I don't need it. Um, what are we what are we looking at? And so yeah, um, tell me about that. Yeah, so they gave me a, a price that was like $50 more than I paid for the amp originally. And, and this like, is the one ne- that you said, did you rip them off? I mean, this is the one you said that had needed a little yeah. work? Like, yeah, really well, I didn't tell them that, and they didn't test it. So, like, that's <laughs> right. That's not my problem. It's It really is just scratchy pots. It needs some, like, spray yeah. cleaner, that's yeah, all. Yeah, sure. Um, so, I mean, is is this the way the market is right now? Because I was thinking about, like, the automobile market is is crazy to the point where they want so much used inventory that maybe they're, they're, they're offering I, good I, prices and not really checking. And So I asked, like, is this offer good for a while? Because I'm not fully committed to this. And they were like, yeah, we don't expect the prices on these to change, so just let us know. It's like, great. It must then, be. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'm looking around in the house, like, well, what else do I have? Like, I've got this little orange micro terror that's like a five watt single twelve yeah. AX seven little practice amp. I was like, I don't need this. I'll, I'll sell that too. And they threw another like hundred dollars in or something like that. And hmm. and so they do this thing. Most guitar stores do this, where you get more value when you trade than if you were to just sell for cash. Yes, of course. So they give you they, like yeah, yeah. They, they like the churn and stuff. Yeah. So what they do is like. They say, well, it's worth X dollars and we'll give you another 15% off something in the store or towards a sticker, mm-hmm. they say. So anyway, so they have the Rev D20 and we were talking about that last time. So I did it. I made the swap. I only had to pay $275 out of pocket for the D20, which right. is friggin' great. So it's I have it here. Let me fire it up. Oh, you can um, fire it up. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to put a picture. I'm trying to put a good picture up. They don't have a good. Um, their their site is not like. I know for some reason it defaults it's not like to the carrying case. <laughs> so anyway, the thing about the D twenty, if you're not familiar, it's from Rev. Rev is a Canadian amp builder. Um, this has the embedded two notes mm-hmm. torpedo tech inside, which is amazing, yeah. and that's how I'm running it right now. So, coming out of the back of this thing is an XLR out right into my interface. And, and so that's load boxing, like it's still using its power amp. Yeah, so it's but it's, it's load boxing it right down to line level. Yeah, and on the front, there's a rotary encoder that has six uh, positions, and you can hold six 
IRs in there. And these are either two notes IRs or any like user added IRs. Um, it is scalable from 20 watts down to four watts. It has a boost. You pull the gain pot. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it to stay on a picture. I was going to get rid of that. <laughs> pull up like a Sweetwater page or something. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Sure. And it's got like the bias points on the back. It's USB. It's it really friggin' kicks. So it comes with. Um, so you can USB in and like load IRs for the two notes. Oh stuff yeah. By the, oh oh yeah. Can, Actually, can let's it, see if I can do a thing it's here. It's not can a I recording screen. No, it is not. Can I? I'm going to share my screen. Are you? Uh, I'm going to see. Let's see if this works. No, this is a different thing because what I've got is your camera. Okay. I would have to piece that in. Well, I'll show it, you know, for you, Justin. How about that? Okay, all right. Can you can you see this? Um, I'm afraid it's going to do something if I. I can. Well, we can we can set this. I sprung this on you. I mean, we can set this up another time. But um, uh, basically, yeah, I don't I don't see how I could watch that with that's everything okay. else that I've got open. <laughs> that's okay. So it comes with um, torpedo remote, which is like a two notes uh, USB interface, basically for. The stuff so you can scroll through yeah. all the cabs. You can add reverb and enhancements and EQ and change the mic positions. You can mic the front or the back of the cab. You can do all kinds of really rad stuff. Um, oh, what did I do? I changed Justin. There he is. Okay. Um, <laughs> you can blend between multiple mics. You can. Uh, there's a noise gate that is also intelligent, like it will learn and and you can play and it will adjust accordingly, um, and including an IR loader. Um, cabinet management because the the two notes a huge part of their service is like the, the marketplace for these IRs they call them Dyn IRs D Y N and they are incredibly oh, high res- dynamic IRs so they're incredibly high resolution types of IRs and mm-hmm. um, they have a store you can buy them you can you can demo them through the software which is really cool it just fades your signal in and out like once every sixty seconds so you can't like oh, sure. effectively so record can, with yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then it also does bass as well. There's a, like bass cab stuff in here that I can purchase. It's not a bass amp, but so anyway, um, right now we're listening to the Rev 412 with reverb. So the first position is Rev 412 with no reverb, then with, then a 212 dry, 212 wet. And so this is just on dry, this rotary selector. Yeah. So you can. Ooh, yeah. So like here's the um, here's the 412. <laughs> Very light reverb. And this is with the boost engaged. So on the on the gain control, you can pull that pot out and it's a, a pull boost. So I'll push it back in. Oh nice. So it's a it's a very um I need to tune up. This guitar's been in my cold office all day. Um <laughs> I'll boost it. Listen up for jazz. Cool, right? Really cool. So I'm going to yeah, switch over and, to the. I mean, this is such versatility and such usefulness. And check this out. Now I'm playing a 112. Just like that. I'm going to switch over to a 212. It's incredibly smart. Um, I can go right into my FRFR cab with this, I can go into a. Yeah traditional speaker cabinet with this um the helix obviously because that's what's happening right now 
No, I'm going. The amp, the helix is not. Oh, in the room. sorry, the helix is not even in it because you're going right into your interface. I'm going right. straight in. This is all rev, all rev, baby. But you could, you could go into the helix. I could, yeah, and I could do four cable method with the helix and use the helix preamps to replace oh, the preamp yeah. in this thing, which Does like have an that, Yep, yep. I've so been, you could in, use helix effects inside it and yeah. still be in it. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Wait. Okay. So if you put <laughs> Helix in the effects loop of the Rev and then the Rev into your interface, but then in the effects loop of the Helix, you put, <laughs> I don't know, the other Helix? A bunch of pedals or something? Yeah. <laughs> like anything? <laughs> yeah, like orange? anything. There's four, so there's four effects loops on Helix. No, a literal orange. <laughs> <laughs> Just a piece of fruit with like two quarter inch cables together. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Sounds like shit. It's like a potato alarm clock, you know? Whose idea was this? <laughs> I'm going to write um, to Dear the Tone Control. Dear Fuck Mr. You. Rev. Yeah. <laughs> this is a like stupid idea. Way up. This is all amp drive you're hearing. Nice. Switch cabs. It's great, man, and it's it's very much a pedal oh. platform, um, which I love because I they they make a high gain variant of this, not, not even high high gain, but it's um, the G twenty, and it's it's a two channel amp and stuff, so it's more designed for a different type of rig. I like the single channel thing because it is friendlier to all the pedal boards I have and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's it's friggin' killer. I'm working on like some quick demo tracks and things with it. I love I love it. What's interesting is um, it is really compressy. Okay, like the like amp saggy? itself, yeah, really yeah. saggy. And I, 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 it's just something I had kind of forgotten about. Uh, I was just trying different amps, you know. So I had the AC30, which was punchy and, and in your face and mm-hmm. um, didn't have that sag. But the minute I, I plugged it in for the first time, I was like, oh, this is like, hello. And it's, it? not, it's not unwelcome. It's very yeah. squishy and feels really good. So Rectifier. Does the AC30 have a tube rectifier? No. Oh, well, that, not mine. Um, solid state rectifier. Uh, other that, cool that, things that that would that would do it if if you're if you yeah. had a, if you're comparing to an amp that had a solid state rectifier you wouldn't feel the sag so much yeah, yeah. Um, other things that are really sweet about it on the back it's got a push push button for the uh, cabinet load and what's great is that's really I already explained this to you Justin but like it's a um, it's basically to swap between the embedded torpedo out and the cabinet out, uh, but it is not the load box feature. It is just whether or not it's sending signals to the cab, which is really cool. So you don't need to worry about um, like when Rolling you switch it from setting to setting. Yeah. Like I just took this out of my basement and brought it up into my office. I don't have to worry about making sure that the no cabinet button is pushed. It already knows. Right. It detects yeah. if there's impedance there yeah. and... And just shuts it off. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that they say is really more for like if your cab is mic'd up in another room and you're just A being sounds like through a a real, real life cab. Comparing maybe one or two cabs or something. Maybe you have a switcher to the IRs that are built in or IRs you've downloaded or whatever. Yeah. Right. Um, And you can just click a button and turn that off, which is really cool. 
Um, what else? There's a great effects loop on it. I've been doing some adding some reverb into the effects loop down in the basement, which is a lot of fun when I'm using a cabinet. Uh, I just got the power scaling, like I mentioned. I've been running it at four watts. It's perfect. It'll do 20. It gets wicked fucking loud, and it's great. <laughs> uh, I'm playing through a 112, like a, a real-life 112. And what else? Oh, so there's this pre and post switch. So when you're in plugged in, you can bypass the preamp in this and use torpedo uh, modeled preamps as well. Wow. Yeah, so okay. if I disconnect the, the pre... Where did my thing go? Um, here it is. Uh, yeah, I can do like... Uh, turn that on. Single-ended or push-pull, EL, uh, 606, EL34, EL84, or KT88. And you can switch yeah. those between pentode and triode. And then there's like volume, contour, and depth controls. Wow. It's awesome. It is so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and it sounds really great. Like just on its own, it, it's, it sounds really lush. And it is crisp and clean. And it's got that 6v6 thing that I haven't had in many years. So it is truly a pedal platform. I, I, I really dig it. So when we do the pedal genie thing, I'll be playing this here tonight. So we'll, we'll do that. Super. Um, yeah. Um, I guess what else? I, that, that's really the big thing. Um, that's the one. And what's awesome too is like it's small. I have carried this to every room in my house a few times already. I've had it for a week or so, and I've just I want to play in the basement. Tip, grab it. It's it's like a lunchbox. It, it doesn't weigh yeah. as much as my pedal board, right? And right, <laughs> and you can you can literally like carry it in and plug headphones in. Oh yeah, there's a headphone yeah. out. On the front, because that's the thing. That's the thing. Just to, and not that that was a secret, but to to remind, like that's yeah. why we're talking about how light the sucker is. So yeah, a little awesome. lunchbox head. It's cool. It's it's a great buy. Um, if you're looking for something kind of hybrid like that, I cannot recommend it enough. Great. Well, um, onward. Mm-hmm. Next news. Some kind of trim. That could have been mine too. Uh, Yeah. So the Super Pulsar from EHX. Oh, cool. I don't know who did that. (laughs) Getting into the weeds now. Oldies. Super Pulsar. Uh, I should put EHX in here. EHX. All right. So next up on the list Fender Acoustasonic Telecaster made in Mexico. Uh, I thought we'd already talked about the Acoustasonic. We talked about the originals. Um, now we're going to talk about the not originals. Whoops. There we now go. we're talking about the the Made in Mexico version, mostly because... Sonic player every, Telecaster. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. And my okay. first bullet point here says, this is probably the one you want. Is this it? Have, like we, if, have we found if you the are, formula where the Acoustasonic works? If you're thinking about getting an Acoustasonic... Um, but were that you found them prohibitively expensive. This is exactly why. Like this is the one, you know. So we're knocking the price down to about twelve hundred. Yeah, USD. so it's eight yeah. eight hundred bucks off the American made one. Mm-hmm. With that comes, of course, some uh, cost saving measures. It's but, made of cardboard. It's <laughs> really good cardboard. Well, and one of those cost saving measures is that it's made in Mexico. So there's that. But um, yeah. 
so like I I think I don't know if we did. I certainly was like whatever Fender, you know, like this the Acoustasonic <laughs> thing. Like they're Sorry, they're silly looking. That. They're silly looking, and it's like, well, it doesn't sound like either an electric or an acoustic, and you know, you can't really. What's the, the difference the, between these two pictures? Oh, it's angled a little. Oh, oh it's just uh, show okay. the arm bevel, I guess. Yeah, so that's fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, go uh, on. It, it's like uh, the the dream of of having one guitar to do it all is like yeah. I guess what people are after still, but it's just not that practical. So anyway, this is one of those. Um, solutions in search of a problem maybe not quite so but these are really taking off like i see them everywhere and i'm surprised by that which means it's not trash you know yeah yeah so 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 is it is it a duck situation though like is it not good at either because it's trying to be both or is it really more one but i think it's really more a thing that we don't have a category for Okay, so you think it doesn't really sound like either one, but it sounds. It, it like sounds. Its own thing? I think it certainly sounds more acoustic than it does electric. Okay, okay. Um, I, that's what I was thinking because I can't help but compare it to the the Taylor um, T five. Like T five, yeah. Um, my dad has one of those and and loves it, but really, I kind of only hear it as an acoustic. Yeah, it's, and it has it's a like magnetic a, pickup in it too. Like it does. It has yeah. a little like lipstick pickup thing, and it's got several other transducer types, and it's got this like yeah. fancy five way switch on it. The um, Taylor, but real the Taylor. Yes, yes. Sorry, I'm talking about right. I don't have any uh, personal experience with the Acoustasonic, mm. um, but it it's um, you know when plugged in, even with that mode, it doesn't really sound like an electric guitar. Yeah, not the that's way, what I mean. Not like the electric guitar. I mean, but but that's the thing. Like electric guitars sound different from each other too. So this of course. is, it is a very different flavor of electric guitar, I guess. But realistically, that's just, I, I don't know. You could almost you could take that feature out of it and just have mm-hmm. it be the thin line acoustic that has a bunch of transducers. It's like designed to be plugged in acoustic, mm-hmm. um, and I think that would be enough. I kind of think that other thing is like, yeah, but it really doesn't cost us anything to add this other piece. Yeah, so we may as well. Um, now with this, I feel like they're coming at it the other way. Fender's approaching this like, let's take an acu- uh, sorry, let's take an electric guitar. And let's change it so it's sort of an acoustic-ish. Uh, so yeah. maybe they're approaching from the other side. So maybe. It, it is certainly more that side of the spectrum, I think. Um, so the original had like a five-way selector, which was different uh, pickup configurations. And then the, what would be the tone knob is actually a blend control between like setting A. Do you mean a, the tone control? I do. The, <laughs> between setting A and setting B. Um, which would be like a small body parlor acoustic or a yeah. mahogany dreadnought or something like it, and you could blend anywhere in between there, which is kind of cool. Um, okay. The Mexican Are they just version EQ shapes though. <laughs> well, maybe, I guess, I don't know maybe. how they do it, but like yeah. the, so this new version has only a three way selector and so, which is just inherently fewer options, right? So right. you're saving money there. It also does not come with a rechargeable battery. The original is rechargeable. This one's a nine volt. You look on the back. There's a big battery compartment thing. Yeah. Um, That's yeah, there fine, it is. right? Oh yeah, I would. I would anytime, any day of the week. I would cut that cost if oh, I was buying totally. it. If it saves yeah. you eight hundred dollars, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it's if it saved me a hundred dollars, <laughs> I would cut the battery pack out. <laughs> so it, it's um. Otherwise, hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Otherwise, Jesus. it's the same guitar. It's like all the same measurements. 
Uh, it is the same specs. It is the same gig bag. It is the same everything. Same materials, same woods, all that. It's just assembled elsewhere. And you have a few, right. uh, just a few, a few fewer <laughs> sound options. A few, a few fewer sound, but but yeah. there's there's a um, there's a difference in assembly, right? Oh yeah. So like the thing or about QC, maybe like if, right. Could the you find about, like um, a, the glorious, like perfect well, made in Mexico? You know, it does have a different piezo system. Piezo. 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 I does, piezo. It does have a different piezo system. So the original has like this top of the line Fishman product. Yeah. Um, this is a, I think it's still a Fishman uh, product in the player series. It is not the same one though. So I, it must be a cost saving thing as well. Yeah. Um, and so zooming out for a second, uh, piezo technology has come a really, really long way. Uh, Surely. Since since I ever tried out a guitar with one. So, wow, look at that one with the Coco Bolo. Holy crap. Yeah. This guy over here. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he had 3,300 bucks. I was about to say, it's like, beautiful. The, it's too bad they don't make that in, like, a shape that's that's cool. Because that looks, I'm sorry, like, the Strat. Well, that's the thing. Like, the, thing looks so stupid. They do. I don't have, and, when the Jazzmaster one came out, my social feeds, like YouTube, everything was just absolutely inundated with the Acoustasonic Jazzmaster, and nobody uh, didn't talk about it. And I, yeah. I specifically didn't want to put it on the show because like, you couldn't escape it. <laughs> for, for me, like talking about the looks of it, like I think they get they're, they're better. The Strat shape is the only one that really I don't know why I just don't think that that does not work for me aesthetically. Is, well, the Strat is so iconically electric guitar. I mean, at least I think the well, Tele is too. So but is the like, Tele. Yeah. I see it here with an acoustic <laughs> bridge on it, and I'm not crawling. My skin isn't crawling looking at that. And the Jazzmaster, I think, is is sort of that's a weird enough guitar. Anyway, I don't know. I mm. almost think it sort of looks cool. Um, I would. You know what I'd love? And this this isn't going to happen. Why isn't there one that's shaped like an acoustic guitar? That's that the thing. Well, I, yeah, I wonder if does that make it too far acoustic? <laughs> <laughs> but it would probably sound better. It might, yeah. So it's got this like when the first ones came out, they were talking about the design and stuff. It's got this the port, the sound port in it, which is kind of like a miniature sound hole that you'd have on an acoustic. Is this whole it's, thing hollow in there? I can't zoom in. Yeah, there. pretty much. <laughs> I mean, there's there's. I don't know. I, so scroll down. I think there's some close-up <laughs> okay. like details right there. Yeah, acoustic body, hollow um, Telecaster inspired body. So there you go. Okay. So it's like if you made an acoustic guitar, but it was shaped like a Telecaster or shaped like any of these guitars. And it's a thin acoustic too. Like yeah, it, it's a yeah, thicker it's electric. Like, it's, a, it's in between. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. So uh, we were talking about it a little bit in Discord. Um, when this more affordable one came out and a friend of the show, Patreon supporter, Eric mentioned that theater is the, the play here. Like mm, the theater people okay, want I this. See that. And that is a space where the one guitar to do it all is still, that's the dream there because, because physical space is at a premium right. in, in a pit. How many it, guitars or, do they want to set down and pick up? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and maintain and keep in tune, like in between doing all that stuff, like you're already so cramped in, in there, like you may not have the space for a guitar stand. And yeah, I always forget about that whole other side of guitar world. Um, uh, but it's <laughs> like, that's it. You know, I, I get it. 
Uh, I think Julian Baker has been playing one of these. Uh, um, I just see him everywhere. And, and I see them like kind of unironically. <laughs> <laughs> it's mean to say, though. I know. And, and, but at first I was like, this is do stupid. You, do you see Nobody the Strat this. one, though? No, I've seen the Telly and the Jazzmaster the most. There you go. See? The world's not gone totally crazy yet. <laughs> um, yeah, man. So that's it. It's, what did we say, 1,200? Yes, 1,200. Yeah. I like the colors. I think the black one looks really cool with the um, the contour okay. on the top. Black one's sort of sort of cool. What's this? Oh, I don't I like do that not, burst. do not care for that. No. Do you know what the problem is? You ruined the burst by not coloring that beveled edge. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, it looks like a sticker. It looks yeah. like a sticker. Oh, you fucked up so bad. Uh, what's this? <laughs> that is not as bad, but it not now as bad. That I've, Don't now love that it. I've perceived it as a sticker, I actually can't. I actually hate all of these. I think the, the black blonde, is still the best one. On the original, I, there's some nicer colors. No, I want well, I want it to be natural. They should do a natural one. Go to hell. Where's the my natural? Well, it's on the all more right, expensive on. ones. Jazzmaster, this is closer. This is sort that, of that's, like that's it's like nice. pickled or something. Natural. What? It says natural. What's that teal what? one? This is the one I saw all over social media. It's Ugh. bad. It's bad. I don't. Beautiful fingerboard on that. It one. It looks like a sticker. I don't. Yeah. Nope. Nope. You're failing. Ooh. What even oh. are you? Hold on. Do Hold I? On. Am I enjoying Zoom? this? <laughs> Zoom in on this. Hold on. Hold on. Tungsten, they call it. Is Look it at the like knobs. Ooh, it's pretty. It, 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 it almost on my screen. It sort of looked like an army green. Um, which was, which was the, the thing about like camo anything or like army green, anything is that it's like sort of intentionally ugly and drab. Right. And so uh, yeah, from I that perspective, so. I'm like, it's like, a, I don't know. I almost hate it less. Um, I just thought of a funny meme. Blonde again. <laughs> Did you? Tell yeah. Me. The picture of the guy wearing in fatigues, like on an air force base or something like that, but he's got a high vis jacket on. <laughs> <laughs> And the, the caption is like, does this guy want to be seen or not? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, on that, let's um, – oh, we're done, right? We're done with Yeah, yeah, we're done. We're done. Acousasonic, how many times are we going to be done with you? <laughs> I kind of want to play one now just to get, yeah. see what the deal yeah. is. Hmm. All right. Um, well, all the, the that, that brings us to uh, the Pedal Genie, doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Let's then. do it. All right. Here comes. Pedal Genie is like the Netflix of guitar pedals. Rent any pedal you want for as long as you want for one low monthly price. Shipping is included and there are no late fees or time limits. With over 1,500 pedals to try from nearly 100 different manufacturers, Pedal Genie definitely has the gear you want to try. Subscriptions start with Flex at just $19.95 a month. Try out one pedal at a time for as long as you want. Send it back when you're ready for the next one. For only $39.95 a month, the standard subscription includes shipping, so you could have a different pedal every few days. If one isn't enough for you, Pedal Genie Pro gets you three pedals at a time for only $64.95 a month. Shipping included. There's a subscription for everyone and best of all, your first month is free. If you find the pedal of your dreams, the one you just have to keep, Pedal Genie will offer you a buyout option. Prices vary with the length of your membership and the type of pedal, but you'll definitely get an awesome price for the pedal in your hand. So head to pedalgenie.com to fill up your wish list with pedals, and they'll send out your first pedal ASAP. Pedal Genie, all your pedal wishes granted. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, 
So. Want me to go? Yeah. Yeah, man. And I'll, and then we'll just, I guess we'll, it looks like we'll probably have time. So maybe I'll, maybe okay. I'll do a quickie after that too. Uh, I have the Strymon Riverside today. Yes. Which is a, a drive pedal from Strymon. It is a DSP uh, it's this drive. one. Yeah. Now, Strymon it's, knows how to put fucking graphics on their website. Listen up, everybody yes, else. Yes, yes, yes. Um, right. So I was uh, admittedly skeptical of this. Skeptical oh, of yeah. Strymon di- dipping into the overdrive space. Yeah, um, but have also, they fucked up anything else? Nope. So you can do it right saying, the first time. Just if you're and I have to no reason quality. to feel that way because the Helix overdrives are cool too. So... Jokes on me. Um, I am skeptical of this thing costing three hundred dollars, though. Like that—that's it's the the Strymon oh, Premium. Like, I'm sorry. Like Strymon was gonna, you know, oh, what? I know. this yeah. one's cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. So um, it though has really impressed me. I really like yeah. it. Um, so really smart features on this is a three band EQ, a drive, and a level. It's an overdrive, right? So there's two mini so toggle switches. There's a <laughs> a gain setting for low gain or high gain. There is a normal mode or a mid-pushed mode. And then on the back... I like that. There's a presence switch that you can go like low, neutral, or high presence. As well as a favorite switch. So you can have two overdrive sounds in this thing, no problem. And they're just right there. They're not um, different types of overdrive, but you can have one low gain... And then one like high game. Yeah, so you the can have same one preset. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got whatever the knobs are currently set to, and then one favorite. So it's, cool. um, you could have your normal drive sound as well as the favorite mode could be like a solo boost. Mm-hmm. What's also, speaking of solo boost, on the back, most driving pedals have four ins and outs on the back. Um, this one is no exception. It's got the input, but it's it's a drive, so it's not stereo. It's just got a regular out, and the other two jacks are for a boost and an expression. So you can volume pedal this thing with an expression attached. You can do all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Including uh, the boost thing, there is a secondary function in most Strymon pedals where you push both foot switches and you get some extra parameters. You can uh, uh, connect a single foot switch, like favorite switch type of thing, just as a sheer level boost. So you can have a solo boost, a favorite setting, and the regular bypass setting. And it must be somewhere in between because it would have to be, I mean, there would be no point to that unless it was different than putting it directly in front of it. Yeah, so it, it's changing it the... within the circuit It's, it's turning the level knob, essentially. Um, no, but you're saying, like, are, are you saying you're inserting a boost pedal No, no, you're, you're inserting a switch. Oh, like, it's just, just a toggle switch. Yeah. I understand now. Sorry. So anyway... Um, this is my my tone here. Um, take this down a little bit. Um, okay, EQ. That that's we'll call that clean. <laughs> <laughs> it is clean, ladies and gentlemen. So um, this is with a normal mode and the low gain mode. EQ is all at noon. Pretty sweet, right? Yeah, that's that's not that's not um, comparing unfavorably to to the the distortion that was on your other yeah um, on on the rev, right? Yeah, we're still listening to the rev. Yeah. So let me turn up the drive a little bit. This is still the low gain side. 
screen. Mm -hmm. It sounds good. Uh, I'll push the mids. Yeah. I love that. I love it. I would leave that on. Yeah. (laughs) I would leave that mid mid on. Yeah. So we'll go to the high gain. And then high gain plus mids. You, you, we're, we're, we found the line. <laughs> yeah. We found the line where it's starting. Well, okay. It's okay. getting a little I mean, depending intense, on yeah. where you were putting this, maybe that would still fit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. And what's cool is the favorite mode just kind of saves the settings of all the knobs. So you can have a different EQ. You can have different levels and, and all that stuff. So All the switches and everything. Yeah, so this is a favorite that I dialed in earlier. <laughs> Like if that was a lead tone yeah. though. I think it's great. I'm really into this thing and I'm I'm surprised at how into it I am. I'm not, you're not surprised. You're surprised that I'm into it or that it's good? No, I, I'm not surprised that it's good. I, I don't, like, if Strymon makes something, I don't expect that it's yeah. good. Well, now they've found the thing they're bad at. Well, like, that's not right. Like, they do everything so well. And, and it was just like, ooh, you're, te- you're touching into overdrive, right? Such a space where, like, sort of the organicness of the, everything is so coveted, right? Like, it, it seemed yeah. kind of a li- not untouchable, but it was like, ooh, Strymon's, like, dipping out of their lane a little bit here. Moving uh, away I, from modulations and time-based things. I postulate that we were all wrong about where Strymon's lane was. I don't think Strymon's specialty necessarily was time-based effects. Um, Strymon's specialty happened, is not the type of effect, yeah. Right. It's the way <laughs> they do their pedals. It's the it's the level of detail and flexibility. Mm-hmm. It's the organization of the knobs and like how the whole system works. And it's their DSP. It's the fact that they do it all on DSP like that. Yeah. And um, like that's their that's their lane. So if they were going to choose to do something, it's not – and you could say the same thing like analog delays – yeah. Are are a thing. Like that is a like, yes, but I can taste the tannins in the wine. You know, that's what that that's that's <laughs> yeah. that same shit, right? Yes, so but I can taste like, the tannins in the repeats. I can taste the repeats in the in yeah, in the tannins. And um <laughs> so I yeah, this doesn't surprise me at all. So look well, all they did was it was like, well, everybody thought Strymon, but they don't make drives. It's yeah. like, well, no, 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 you're misunderstanding. They Strymon makes pedals that are in this form factor that, that, that work right. like this. They so, they're they're premium and they they command that premium price because of the level of detail that goes into how they're controlled and how flexible they are. Yeah. So scroll down here on the page and you can yes. see kind of the uh, expanded secondary features and stuff. Um, here we go. <laughs> Uh, keep going. Infinite sweet spot. Where's the little? Uh, There's like a diagram. There we go. We're getting yeah. There. So noise okay. reduction and boost level. <laughs> right. Oh, so I should also mention noise reduction. <laughs> should also mention the the presence control is currently flat. I'm gonna change up the. Just the flat rev. mean at zero at, for a presence control though, right? 
Uh, it's in the middle, which I guess is neutral. So uh, right there on the rear panel, if you click that little plus over the presence uh, slider. Oh, I see. It's it's like a it's like a switch. It's like a recessed. Yeah. Is I'm going to change over? it. Or do I, I have to it? click it? Oh, I have to. Presence is a three-position switch. Oh, okay. It's not a it's not a knob where you're adding no. negative feedback into the. Okay, so we're so we're we're creating presence with a different system than it is on an amp. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a couple of different settings on it. Yeah, um, I'm going to move it to minus. I switched the cab back. Sorry. <laughs> So with with minus we get um, controlled top end. So basically it's it's less. It's uh, like if we're imagining this as a presence knob, we've turned it down a bit. Yeah, now where this is presence in the plus position. So a little less bottom end. Um, yeah. I do like it in the middle though. I will say. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, that's one of those things that you you'd you'd move around depending on your amp and your cab. Oh, absolutely. Speaking That's of which, what, let's change the drive settings and the cab. So the, the pedal has not changed at all here. Right. Okay. So now, <laughs> now I want to pull that mid switch back and maybe turn yeah. the presence up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let's just bump the EQ a little. Yeah, so now we're in the low gain normal mode. Yeah. Let's switch to high gain. Anyway, I think um I think this is a keeper. Uh, they make two overdrives now. They have the Riverside and the Sunset, I think it's called. It's like Sunset Drive, Riverside Drive. Huh? Right, I get it. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to buy this pedal, but I it is on a short list for sure. Like this is, if somebody asks me, um, hey, do you know anything about this Strymon Drive? It's like, an amazing, versatile drive, yeah. Oh, it, dude. Like it's sort of like that what can't it do category, you know? And And especially if you're going in... The question a, um, would be high gain, like like can it? Uh, I mean, I guess it has the high gain switch, and th- th- I have the drive knob up like two o'clock, so it okay. can't do like but super so, so tight not, high gain. But like, right? You're not you're not going to go playing like modern metal with it. No, or no, no. Um, but it's a that that's distortion territory. Like that's in the yeah. modern, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, modern rock tones category. Sure. So yeah, it's a good one. It's three hundred dollars, um, but you do get a lot of feature with that. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and expandability with those switches and things yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, and it's a rad like color. That. It's like this sweet gold. I dig it. Yeah, you could definitely take the place of like three or four pedals with that if you wanted to. Yeah, you could. You could. Pretty good. All right. So I'm also I've I'm got... really looking forward to doing the demo for that one. Well, I'll do one soon. I'll do a live stream soon. Right on, right on. All right, so here, here's what I've got. Oh, actually, so a little, a little story time. I got. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I described this in in Discord, but um, to catch up anyone who isn't in Discord. Uh, after so last episode, I had that that kin- the kinetic super ball, the de- mm-hmm. modulated delay craziness. It yeah. Was, 
Got all the filters un- and stuff. Yeah. Unimaginable. And uh, so, so anyway, so I sent that back. I get an email from Pedal Genie that they send you an email when they're sending you out the next thing. So I get my email and it says it's the Kinetic Super Bowl. And I was oh, like, no. no, no, sweetie, I just sent that to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, well, this is obvious, you know, whatever. That That's funny. They, they, a mistake happened. I wonder if it's a mistake in the email or a mistake that they actually sent me the thing. And then um, the next day, or maybe two days later, or so, I don't know. I get another email with a different pedal in it. I'm like, oh, okay. So it was an email problem. It yeah. was an email. It just sent me the wrong email. But then two boxes show up. <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to know, like, dear Genie, have you upped? Have you upped me? Am I on two pedals out at two a time now? Two pedals a now? month, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of them is the Super Bowl. <laughs> so they definitely just sent that shit right back to me. Uh, um, God. But I also have, um, I also have this guy. The subspace intergalactic driver from Hampstead Soundworks. Cool. Um, so, and I just opened this right before. I, I wasn't, uh, like I said, I forgot that I was on a podcast um, <laughs> until like an hour ago. So, um, uh, let's see. I need to probably turn on an amp here. Let's turn on Hampstead. Since makes, this is a drive, um, let's turn on the angle. I want to clean that, don't I? That's Give pretty clean. clean pretty clean. Yeah, that's pretty clean. All right, fuck it. Right? Hey, I don't want to alarm anybody, but there is a B-Stock version available for Black Friday. Just saying. It says it's on sale. 25% off. 25% off. Um, all right, anyway. so, so what, do we, what have we got here? Uh, we've, got a, a, um, we've got a drive pedal. So you're seeing what I'm seeing. Um, t- tone, bass, and treble. So we've got a tone control and a dual band EQ. So that'll be interesting. Then we've got gain, parallel, and level, mm-hmm. which makes me think that it has a mix knob. I think um, that's what it's parallel sounding like to me. And then we've got C, one, two, and three, uh, EQ pre and post, or just in the middle. I don't know what that means. And then we've got X, one, two, and five. Whoa. So can't wait to find out what those. Maybe I'll just maybe I'll just read slightly. Yeah, I was gonna say what's um, going on here. Um, so the parallel of a dry control subsystem. You're taking on a journey. This is a lot of flavor text. Flavor text is what I would say if this was a game I was reading. Um, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm seeing this pictured with bases a lot. Oh, am I about to fuck up by plugging guitar into it? I just tuned <laughs> well, this no, guitar. Hold on. It says, when used with guitars, it opens up a whole range of alternative and inspiring drive sounds. Okay. When used with a bass, it offers more than you could believe was possible. Um, it is called subspace. Maybe I misunderstood, and it's a bass intergalactic driver. Well, it says, like, with a guitar, it does this. So... All right, well, so we don't have a lot of gain going on here. I've just nooned everything. Except the level, which I needed more of. Hmm. Oh, you know what? I need to... Okay, so the, the, the parallel knob is a mixed control, and it's detented in the center. That's Ooh, nice. nice. 50-50. Like that. So I'm actually just going to dime it, though, because I want to hear the pedal. This is here plus or minus 18 dB of treble and bass boost or cut. So those are probably detented as well. Let's dime those. Yeah, they are. Uh, they are detented. Some of the other ones aren't. So this is scoopy mode. 
Oh. <laughs> what have you done? So this is the EQ switch. When it's in the middle... Yeah. The... Do you know what? I think when it's in the middle, I think I'm only hearing the EQ. Oh. I think I've taken the boost out of it. Ah. Uh, so then I can put it in pre or post. So I'm probably putting the EQ pre or post. So let's let's see oh, here what we go. the I EQ got a back out. Okay. Because when I click this over to pre, so now now I have. Some, yeah. I was wondering where the gain was on this on this sucker. Okay. Um, okay. The parallel you, knob here. The input signal is split by a buffer going into subspace. Unlike a blend control, 100% goes to the EQ and drive circuit, and 100% goes to the parallel control. This is your pure signal unaffected by the input pad switch or any other circuitry. Blend your drive signal. Oh, yeah. On the back, there's a 10 decibel pad okay. switch, which I have off. Blend in your drive signal up to unity at the center indent or boost with the boost with up to X2 gain after the 12 o'clock position. Oh, okay. So that's got nothing to do with the X switch. So, okay. So what they're saying is like whatever's coming in through the pad switch is getting blended back in with the parallel. So if it's minus 10, then I'm blending in a quieter version of myself. And if it's okay. zero, I'm blending in a full version of myself, right? So the X switches selects the input yep. gain level. So X1 keeps the input level the same without boosting. X2 okay. doubles the input level. Hold on. X2. <laughs> okay, X5, X5, of course, then. yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, so we can tell. So once again, X1. Yeah. X2. Oop. <laughs> this pick. <laughs> Sorry, I'm using I'm using a tone control pick. Yeah, so was uh, I. Look at this. I am used to pros. using these little I'm used to using these little jazz picks, so this yeah. thing just uh, got away they from me. They kind of flop bit. around in your hand. All right, X5. <laughs> <laughs> This is my Telecaster, by the way. That's okay, so it's then all floppy. Uh, yeah. the C switches are the different clipping modes. Okay. So, all right, so let's uh, leave it on X5 so we can really hear it. <laughs> C1, S symmetrical C1. clipping. Oh, it's even worse. It's even more blatty. Yeah. Okay, uh, C2, C2 is where it was is before. Asymmetrical clipping. So that feels like more balanced to me, like the bass frequencies aren't overloading it so much. And then C3 position uses two clipping circuits to give a very natural amp-like drive and distortion with with great dynamic range and touch response. <laughs> okay, that feels... Uh, okay, I, I, don't, I don't hate that. That feels saggier to me. Uh, I feel the like EQ, I had a little bit of that, you know? EQ switch in the middle puts subspace. So if it's in the middle, that EQ position puts yeah. subspace in a clean boost mode, bypassing tone, gain, and the clipping controls. Oh, I had bypassed the tone. No wonder I couldn't tell what was going on. <laughs> All right. Um, the post mode places the EQ circuit after the drive circuit. Okay. And then the so pre let's... does the same thing, but pre. With the EQ before. Yeah. So pre is what we were listening to before. So in post. So we have a lot of gain. Let's bring the... Oh, man. <laughs> 
need to get that clipping stage back down. Two, X2. Let's go back to pre-mode here. It's funny the phase shift that I get when I adjust the EQ. <laughs> oh, so the book, the manual comes with a bunch of um <laughs> the the book comes with a bunch of um uh example settings like like things to try out. That's kind of okay. fun. I I I think I get what's going on here. Um I, I don't know. I wonder, should I play the bass through it? I, 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 don't, um, I don't think this is amazing on guitar. I think it's okay. And I get like what's going on here in the different ways that you can shape it. Um, I, I actually don't like the EQ in post, but that might just be this guitar. It, it just feels like the distortion itself got too flubby. And then yeah. I wasn't, the post EQ wasn't able to fix that for me. Um, um, I think it's I mean, like a, it's like a guitar pedal that was like designed with bass uh, sensibility. Mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think or the other way around. this more subtly would probably be better. Um, yeah. I'm I trying to really hear it, but I bet it's cool to like really fatten up, um, some rhythm tones and stuff like not go yeah. like with the big, like gain maxed out and stuff, but yeah, cool. It's a, it's a big, heavy case. It's a big, heavy steel thing. Hampstead so. makes some great gear, uh, just across the board. They also make some really nice amps. Mm-hmm. If you want to go mm-hmm. looking at their amps sometime, I, yeah, I've heard great things about them. Um, they have a few other pedals as well. Uh, oh, they have quite a few now. Comet, uh, Interstellar Driver. Wait, I've had the Interstellar Driver. No, the Comet is the name of the pedal, which is an Interstellar Driver. <laughs> like this is the subspace oh, intergalactic I've driver. That, I've had a pedal that was called something Interstellar yeah. Driver. And Are you um, sure it wasn't this? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, was it? Is the, was it green? Uh, Just go up to pedals and and select Comet. Oh, right, on the site, of course. Yeah. Uh, Wait. Pedals. I don't see. Oh, pedals. (laughs) Comet. (laughs) No, this isn't what I had. No. Okay. So something else was called that. Okay. Forget I said anything. I like the look, though. I like what they're doing. Yeah, it, yeah, this is cool. It's it's cool. Um, no, they have the Odyssey intergalactic driver. So there must be a number of intergalactic. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I, maybe all of their pedals are intergalactic. Maybe. An yeah, unbelievable they're... journey through Toad. <laughs> oh, man. Um, did you happen to see um, Walrus Audio's holiday commercial that came out yesterday or today? No. Oh, it's like they're ripping on those... Um, like Toyotathon commercials or whatever, where they have like a giant bow <laughs> on the car, you know? Okay. And yeah. then like somebody gifts somebody a car and they're like, oh my God. <laughs> right. So like the guy gets handed a, a tiny, like a, like a ring box almost, but instead of a car key inside, it's a guitar pick. <laughs> <laughs> and they go out in the driveway and there's a giant bow on the ground and under the bow is a under pedal box. Bo- <laughs> under the bow is a guitar pedal box. <laughs> guitar, car sized bow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then it says, like, you know, uh, give the person you love the most the thing they love the most. <laughs> <laughs> as well as, like, um, the awesome. end is, like, you can't buy 
talent, but you can buy tone. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, that's it. Um, how much is that thing, the Hampstead? Uh, having a clue. 30% off, I can tell you that. <laughs> that's, that's fucking true. <laughs> Hampstead subspace. Sorry, I'm just. I'm actually just adding it to the notes uh, right that's now. That's all right, I'll look it up. Let's see. Here's one on Reverb. Boop-a-doop. Um, this is directly from them. It is $288. There's some, uh, all right. what do you call it, uh, exchange conversion happening here. Because they're in the UK, but um, okay. yeah, two eighty eight fifty eight plus shipping. It doesn't tell me how much shipping. But new, uh, this this is new, new from Hampstead. Uh, new from Hampstead, yeah. Nice, nice, cool, nifty, cool man. Yeah. Um, <sighs> are we doing? Are we doing? Thing of the what? What is it? That oh, we do suggestion thing? of the week. Suggestion of the week. Yeah. Yeah, I got one. I didn't write it down, but I got one. Suggestion of the week. We're editing the notes right now. What's up? Do it live. Um, yeah. My suggestion of the week is probably everybody's suggestion of the week, which is the Get Back Sessions on Disney Plus. Oh, um, the Beatles documentary thing. Um, is have you this, heard of this? Um, wait, who made this? Oh, uh, it's the guy whose name is not in my brain right now. Get Back Session Director uh, Peter Jackson. That's what I thought. Okay. That's what it yes. is. Yes, I definitely had heard of this. Yeah. So that's out on Disney Plus. Um, oh, cool. Part one. I, I heard that this was going to like sort of explain some some misconceptions or, or, or uh, re- redefine some misconceptions that we've had. Uh, yeah, I'm not. Society I'm not like a Beatles had. aficionado or anything. Um, so, me, so it's three parts, I believe, and so okay. part one is like feature length. It's two and a half hours or something, and it's mm-hmm. about um, their writing and recording sessions, or sorry, their writing sessions uh, that they called the Get Back Sessions, which is when Get Back was written. Yeah. Um, they were in the studio for 14 days, and they wrote- That's it? Or, oh, no, I'm sorry, 10 days, because they had weekends off, and they had to write and produce and all that 14 songs. And perform them because, like the intro, they go into all this about how they agreed to not play live anymore at some point, and and all this. So um, there's a very uh, quick and dirty history of the Beatles at the beginning. That's like a few minutes. Um, and watching it is all that stuff blows my mind every time because talk about right place, right time. You know, like something like that, yeah. like the Beatles invading the U.S. and and the explosion and like. How how it was handled and how people reacted to it that'll never happen again. Like it can't, you know. Like everything yeah. has been oh, done. Oh, no, no, not even close. Not even not close. even close. It's amazing. So anyway, um, I'll be honest. A lot of the documentary is a little uneventful at times because you're just watching mm-hmm. them rehearse and you're watching them like ballpark, you know, lyrics. They're just throwing them around and and kind of you'll hear a part that's like that made it into the final song that I know, but they're not done writing it yet. <laughs> And so, right. It's yeah. like, no, you fucked that up. You just sang that wrong. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> it, it's really interesting to watch how they did it and like how they would just sit in a circle and like play this part back and forth and, you know, like all oh, that lyrics garbage, you know, replace it with this. You should say this. And they're just like shooting it back and forth. It's very interesting. Um, and they kind of run into the things that all bands run into, which is like, yeah, I uh, kind of hit a wall with it at some point and you're can't think anymore. And, so it's cool. I can't I, I'm believe not, that 10 days. I haven't finished it. Um, 
I finished part one, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. There's going to be two other parts. I don't know when they come out. Is it maybe it's weekly? But um, what's cool though is it's in 4K Ultra HD, like <laughs> HDR. So like because it was all shot on film, they can just Scans scan it. Films. Oh yeah. my god, it looks like it was shot yesterday. Wow, it's crazy good. So um, you know, a Beatles fan or not, I recommend checking it out because you at some point everybody's a Beatles fan. I don't. At some point, Paul McCartney just pulls "Get Back" out of thin fucking air, and it's like complete. He's just kind of riffing, you know, trying to come up with new songs as, as opposed to like digging up old and complete songs, and yeah. it's just like boom, done. And yeah. it's like their next single. Oh, it's crazy. So it, it's a cool watch. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. I I'd heard about that. Um, kind of from the perspective of, so I don't know if it's like a specific documentary or if it's like kind of the definitive one that that existed before this. But you know, it, I remember watching it. Um, and and you know, it goes to, you, we go through the whole thing. We have the Pete Best and all the way mm-hmm. up through the, and then they start fighting and and stuff like yeah. that. And and that's that's sort of the narrative. And there's all these clips of I think from this session like that's what i heard is that this was kind of re-edited actual looking back at the original film that was taken so this is like stuff and and the original the thing that we've all seen before is is sort of edited to a narrative that they all start hating each other and here watch 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 how they hate each other super me be super mean and like shit like that so that that kind of tracks because there's very little narrative in this so far okay Mm -hmm. um which is kind of what makes it a little dull at times when they're not doing much and right. they're just sort of talking about how but are it's we realer. like Yeah, they're talking about like, well, how are we going to get the eight tracks in here? Like the, no one cares about that really, but they talk a lot about it. <laughs> you know? We need eight tracks, goddammit. <laughs> they do talk a lot about the Benson Echo Wreck though, which I think is really funny and really the great. New hotness at the time. Yeah, they're like, "Can we get one of those Benson units?" <laughs> so and so had like, you know, the Stones had one or whatever. But um hmm. it's cool. It's uh I I still have to finish it, but yeah, just watching them do their thing. The personalities are very interesting. They're kind of not what you expect. Um, yeah. Again, like I'm not a deep dive Beatles person. Yeah. yeah. So the, a lot of it's very new to me, but um, it's cool. Very cool. Rad, rad. Love it. Um, okay. Uh, you can fill in a link here if you want, I oh, guess. Sure. But th- we don't need to, right? Because it's on. It's on it's Disney on, it's Plus. It's on Disney. It's on Disney Plus. So if you if you have Disney Plus, go get it. Um all right, I'm going to give you four choices because I actually wrote – I started writing some stuff down. I was tired of being the guy who didn't okay, have a fucking okay. suggestion. Um, okay, four choices. Do you want a band, a TV show, oh. a, a a audio tool, or a non-audio activity? I want a band because I don't have time for TV right now. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't. I saw um, my dad yesterday and all he ever asks me is, hey, have you watched whatever? And I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the record, I haven't seen whatever either. Well, it's, uh, it's just the same. <sighs> yeah. I, know, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, okay. No, Dad, I'm, I'm doing friggin' term papers. No. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so I um, I started pushing the new music mix button on my Apple because hmm. I was like, I don't have it. Like, I don't want to just listen to my old library. And so it just pulls out like shit that was released this week that 
and it seems to do an okay job of, of finding yeah. stuff that it might I've be in my sometimes. genre. And the fact that I have like a kid and I listen to kind of a wide variety of stuff means that a, a wide variety of shit does pop up. Like Taylor <laughs> Swift does pop up in my shit mm-hmm. right next to metal bands. Okay, so whatever. So this, this it, it threw at me. Um, pulled out a single from this band. I shared this in the Discord. I don't know if anybody saw it, but oh, I shared I... in the Music Share channel, which is something that doesn't happen very often. But anyway, the band is called Can't Swim. Okay. Uh, the song, um, the song I shared is the one that it that Apple threw me. It's called "Set the Room Ablaze," and it's got it's got some guest vocalist who's also from some other hardcore band in it. And I, um. This this band. I'm putting uh, it on my rem- phone right now. Okay, so can't <laughs> swim. This band can't swim. I don't really know anything about them. It's just this the album. This album I have been jamming lately, like kind of on repeat, because it it, it t- kind of took me back to this place when like hardcore music, which is it's kind of this like it's this I, I, to me it seemed like it was this um this thing uh, that that punk it, it's not punk rock. Um, but it's not metal. It was like this thing sort of in the middle where it, it, it's sort of a place in time for me, at least in, okay. in my brain. And it was it was like metal-ish riffs, but played with a punk rock sensibility. Like the mm. drums are different and the gain is different. And there's something um, – there's something sort of primal about it. Like it just feels like it feels like we're concentrating more on it being a rock and beat cool. instead of just technically wild. Uh, and and uh, and and there's some I don't like, know, there's something about mean, it for me. Like in service of the song, like just let it fucking rock because because rock well, that, is cool. That sounds or? like I'm I'm throwing either of the other things under okay, the bus okay, with that mind, regard. Like I really don't think it's it's that these guys fi- that hardcore music figured it out. You know, it's not like mm-hmm. that. It's just it's there's there's this there's sort of a mood about it. It's like exciting and um and everything I say makes it sound like I'm trying to say the other thing the other kinds of music are no, exciting. I know what you mean. Um anyway, it you you kind of have to you kind of have to hear it to to know what I'm talking about, but it's it's this sort of like uh, <laughs> I don't know I don't even know how to describe it. It reminds me of this this band called Refused, which mm. was uh, kind of, I think a quasi obscure kind of hardcore band from that was sort of weirdness um, back in the day. But anyway, it really grabbed me. This song is a little bit different than most of the other the rest of the album. Like this song is pretty like straight ahead hardcore song. It has like a, a breakdown that has a heavy beat in it and <laughs> it's a lot of yelling cool. and it's like megaphony kind of yelling you know what i mean um but a lot of the music a lot of the music for the rest of the album has a lot of melodic um almost ethereal uh vocal kind of uh and and some synthy kind of parts that are kind of strung through it in between these things that are much more of like a um post-punk rock kind of situation and cool yeah I, um, so i'm I think into it's that cool. i'll check it out um yeah. nice very nice um i have one more suggestion <laughs> you gotta get out of here but <laughs> that reminded me uh early earlier in the pandemic jimmy world did some live streams of their uh-huh. uh, albums clarity futures and the newest one surviving you could like buy tickets and they streamed this like full production event. The audio from those is out now as albums. So you can listen to the live cuts of those performances. And the one awesome. for surviving is fucking, it's the same as the record. <laughs> you never know any different. The others are also fantastic. Well, su- uh, surviving was made to sound like a band in a room. 
Yeah, it's too it like the, the album was good. created that way, and I, I love good. that album. So anyway, check those out. Aria calls that album. Uh, Daddy, can you play the thing that's like red, but there's words? Because the album cover is <laughs> yeah. like made out of letters and they're all red. Um, uh, she no, gets it. She these are called, uh, where is it? They're called the Phoenix Sessions and there's nice. three. So yeah, check those out. I think okay. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Remember when that, we said that, we wouldn't go long? Ha <laughs> ha. Well, we didn't go that long. Okay. But we're doing okay. All, all, that's, all that's left is to thank the Patreon supporters. We've seen yeah. all of your um, uh, care packages show up and sharing your pictures, and everybody keeps sending us um, little emails and DMs. Yeah, we got a very nice little- email today from uh, from Steve Huffman. Steve, yep. you're welcome. <laughs> Glad you're playing guitar again. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, let me, to, to all of it, um, we love you. We think of you on Thanksgiving and all the other days as well, um, but... Um, to to all of our patrons, no, thank you, and um, <laughs> it's it's cool, it's cool to see. I I like it. I like the little pings and stuff like that. So, um, to be to uh, join us in Discord, you're gonna go to discord.io/slash/tonecontrol, and that'll bring you right here. Easy, quick URL, and you can be uh, if you want to support the show, you can be a supporter at Patreon.com/slash/thetonecontrol, uh, where you can. Help us make the show for as little as a dollar a month. And if you'd like to pony up $2 a month for the show, then you'll be a supporter plus, and that gets you a special role in Discord where you can participate in um, some things like the show live as we record it, uh, usually on Thursdays, this time on a Friday, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, chat with us and, and stuff like that. Uh, supporters this week, here we go. Wait, I'm going to start playing this thing. Supporters this week are... Carson Ricketts, Nick Greenwood, Timmy S., Matthew Fenslaw, Risenwolf, Jamie Evans, Jeffrey Wright, Doug King, Doug Gann, Righteous Ryan Johnson, Steve Huffman, Jonas Sabatini, Eric Garibaldi. Not here with the name change. Not here with the name change this week. Andrew Walsh from Andrew's Alcove, OG friend of the show, Brian Rizzi, Doug Christ of 37FX, Sean Wright of Lollygagger FX, and Brian Gower and Kyle McIntyre of the Tone Jerks podcast. Thank you all ever so much. That's that's it. We'll yeah. see you uh, next time. One more real episode of the year. Right. Yeah, then we're going to get into some nonsense. Then we'll be back for 22. Yeah. Weird. Right. Ugh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> see you next time. Bye. Bye.